The Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome back to the X-Zone, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, and to our affiliates now joining the Talkstar Radio Network, welcome, everyone. One eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five is our toll-free number throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. My email address is xzone at talkstarradio.com. On MSN Messenger, talkstarradio at hotmail.com. And our website, xzoneradio.com. Last night I was uh, talking to Patrick Cook in the Cook Report. We got into a bit of a heated discussion about the Canadian seal hunt. Uh, I'd like to read uh, a uh, press release that comes from the Fur Institute of Canada. It was issued yesterday. Stated Ottawa, April 15, 2008. The head of the SEALs and Sealing Network said the federal government has done the right thing to protect lives. The arrest of the Sea Shepherd Com- uh, Conservation Society crew and seizure of their vessel, the Farley Moat, was not only necessary but overdue, said Rob Cahill of the Fur Institute of Canada. Mr. Cahill called the actions of the protest ship a recipe for tragedy. The captain and crew have shown no regard for the safety of Canadian sealers or for the Canadian law, he said. The protest ship has been charged by authorities for breaking maritime law and Canadian seal hunt regulations since it arrived in the Gulf of St. Lawrence on March 29th. The Farley Mode has been rampaging through the ice of the Gulf of St. Lawrence, endangering the lives of fishermen on the ice pans, according to Mr. Cahill. And the, man- and the manner in which the ship's captain approached sealing, uh, sealing, sealing vessels could have resulted in the sealing ships being damaged or sunk, or leading potentially to injury or death the, uh, to Canadian fishermen. The sealing community has... Had one tragedy too many this season, he said. Despite charges laid April 5th over a March 30th incident that put sealers at risk, the vessel is accused of violating marine safety regulations again on April 11 when it came within 300 meters of a sealer. The weekend arrest of all aboard and the removal of the Farley Mowat from the area has helped to put sealers back at ease for their safety, according to Mr. Cahill. The SEALs and Sealing Network, a sealing advocacy group, said, says the arrests by the Royal Canadian Mounted Police are a confirmation of Prime Minister Harper's commitment to his statement that Canada will not be threatened or bullied. The Canadian government is one of a growing number of countries that are condemning the Sea Shepherd. We applaud the Canadian government's action and feel this message should be heeded not only by animal rights groups, but also by those countries whose parliaments are currently under the sway of the propaganda of the animal rights movement. 
Mr. Cahill, uh, who had just returned from a trip to several European capitals where the ceiling issue is quite uh, contentious, he noted that the amount of misinformation that is perceived as fact in European legislatures is staggering. And this uh, press release was issued yesterday by the uh, Fur Institute of Canada. When we come back from this uh, two-minute commercial break, I will be joined by Chief Roy S. Jones, Jr., who is a hereditary Haida Gwaii chief of the Queen Charlotte Islands who has been involved for many years in the marine ecosystem management seal product development from abundant and humanely captured seals and seal hunt advocacy programs. The chief joins me on the other side of this commercial break. If you'd like to give us a call and speak to Chief Roy S. Jones, Jr., the lines are open at one 877 and that is toll-free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii at one 877 My name's Rob McConnell, and this is the Exxon on the Talkstar Radio Network. Still to come on tonight's show, we have uh, Wayne Morin joining us from Napa, California. He's going to give us an update on the crimes against humanity that are being committed still in that state-run institution. Everything from homicide to physical abuse, physical and sexual assault, trafficking of narcotics, and the sale of alcohol to patients in the Institute. My name is Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon, and I'll be back on the other side in two minutes talking about the Canadian seal hunt right here on Talkstar. Take a step back in time and discover old Florida cuisine at Marsh Landing Restaurant in Felsmere. Enjoy delicacies such as frog legs, gator tail, catfish, and swamp cabbage, or enjoy the more traditional cuisine like hand-cut Angus steaks, ribs, and seafood. Join us for breakfast with a southern flair featuring sweet potato pancakes, biscuits and gravy, and much more. Planning a party? Marsh Landing's private dining room can accommodate groups from 8 to 80 people. While you're visiting, enjoy the historic pictures, artifacts, and stories that line the walls. Marsh Landing is truly a unique experience. Marsh Landing Restaurant, 44 North Broadway in historic Felsmere. Or visit marshlandingrestaurant.com. Marsh Landing. Old Florida cuisine at its best. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone radio show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember, 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Are you interested in the paranormal, ghosts, UFOs, or psychic phenomenon? 
Join me, Tim Bartley, co-host of Talking to Spirits with Lightworkers, Tim and Justina, coming mid-January 2017 to the XZBN. We will channel spirits live and talk to them, revealing all kinds of amazing information. Spiritual attachments will be found and removed on the show, and so much more. To find out when you can listen to Talking to Spirits with Lightworkers Tim and Justina, visit www.xzbn.net for listeners on both sides of the veil. And welcome back to the Exxon Radio Show. My name is Rob McConnell. My guest this hour is Chief Roy S. Jones, who is a hereditary Haida Gwaii chief, uh, who has been involved for many years now in the marine ecosystem management seal product development from abundant and humanely captured seals and uh, seal hunt advocacy programs. And uh, Chief, welcome to the Exxon. Thank you very much for taking time to join us tonight, sir. Yeah, thank you for inviting me to be part of your program. Uh, yeah, it's been quite an exciting journey for the last 20, 27 years that I've been working on this, and uh, I know the controversy around the seal, and mm-hmm. it's been it's been a long, hard road. Now, now, Chief, um, when we look at the statistics, 5.8 million seals on the East Coast. Uh, the federal government, I believe, has issued uh, licenses for 270,000 uh, seals to be killed uh, in this hunting season. How does that equate to the the population of the seals, and why why are seals um, killed? What 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 use well, do do the uh, do the animals have? as far as consumption is concerned, sir? Yeah, well, when we take a look at the history of the sealing like, uh, and the movement against the seal hunt, like the seal hunt's been going on well over a century now. Yes. And uh, long before that, too, I believe, you know, but since recorded history. In about 1963, 64, and then 65, the animal rights or the environmental movement, so-called, mm-hmm. then uh, started fighting for a ban on seals, and what they're doing was they're hunting the white coats, and it was basically for the fur industry. And at that time, that was about what they were taking was the white coats. They had the high value. And on the west coast of Canada here, too, we got to do the comparison. Uh, they had a bounty since 1914 to 1964, when the bounty ended, too, in the, in the west coast of Canada. But uh, then again, uh, the big thing on the bounty was the noses, and they took the bounty off in 1972. They uh, they shut the seal hunt down in, uh, on the West Coast, but it uh, also had a lot of trouble with marketing problems on the East Coast, and that in itself impacted uh, the northern peoples of Canada who relied on this for their new economy and market there. Uh, so, in, you know, well, I have to look at the whole picture because I work very closely with the East Coasters. Certainly. Now, uh, the, the, the impact of the environmental movement was, um, it, it was all about the, the furs at the time. And today, 
we're saying we have five to six million seals. There's no real accurate count and um, on the East Coast. And we, we don't have an idea of what's on the West Coast here, but we know the impact has been horrendous. And one of my beliefs, uh, we've lost our salmon industry on the West Coast. If you don't look after the source, you don't have nothing. And we haven't been looking after the rivers and streams on the west coast and my history is I grew up in a fishing family mm -hmm. and I got three daughters so I left the industry ten years ago and at that time I still like I started this when we seen a problem in, in the fall of 1981 and uh, I started going after the government we have to do something about the seals and then before I knew it I was mm -hmm. involved in a national sealing strategy Right. That was started by the ITK some six, seven years ago. And we had our first meetings in Ottawa. And uh, it, it mixed me in with the professional sealers on the East Coast. But today when we look at that sealing industry, I believe that the harvest rate is less than, like when I say less than sustainable, I believe that the harvest rate should be could be up to 700,000 to a million uh, animals harvested a year. It would be more ecologically friendly for the, for the other species that the seal rely on. Uh, as humans, we put this, uh, with, as we listen to all the propaganda that goes around the little white seal, mm -hmm. which it's no longer about anymore, it's against the law to take the white coats. Um, I believe that we have to uh, take a more serious look around it because there's a health attachment to seal harvesting today, and everybody's been hearing, like, seven, eight years ago, 15 years ago, I read a book called uh, Healing the Hyperactive Mind, and it talked about omega-3 fatty acids, polyunsaturated fatty acids, mm -hmm. and minus-3. And seven years ago, me and my wife were sitting around the dinner table, and I start talking about omega-3, and she said, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> you know, and uh, and uh, last year, she said, they're just starting to talk about omega-3 fatty acids on the rate on TV mm -hmm. and stuff like that. That's how far ahead you were of all these. And I've studied it. I've had to opportunity of working with the likes of uh, Professor Bruce Holub, uh, Professor Freedom Shahidi, uh, and, uh, you know, these are some of uh, Dr. Robert Ackman out of Dalhousie. They're, they're the top dogs in omega-3 fatty acids studies in Canada. Now, and, now um, Chief, do you think that if the seals were not as cute as they look, do you think that this this problem with the seal hunt would be as politically and economically driven as it is? No, uh, you know, uh, that's what it's about in the world is cute, eh? This yeah. new society doesn't know how to live off nature. I mean, we've got all these concrete jungle dwellers that are, mm -hmm. that are racking up all kinds of money to, to principle a cause, and you put something cute in front of somebody, and you put somebody... Yeah. With a club on uh, ice, whacking cute, uh, you got you automatically got sympathy. Chief, and stand by. I've got a caller in Ottawa who'd like to join us. David in Ottawa, listening to us on AM 580 CFRA. Welcome to the X Zone. Hello there. 
Hi, David. I just want to, first of all, before I get into my topic, congratulate you on the uh, quality of, of the guest you have. Thank you, sir. You speak so well on, on behalf of the people who are defending the seal hunt. And well, I, I wanted to that. bring up a term that maybe you can toss around, too. Sure. And that term is eco-terrorist. Eco-terrorist. And that's how I would describe the, the, the people of the Sea Savage Society and so on as eco-terrorists. They, they, these people involve themselves in what amounts to almost terrorist-style activities, guerrilla-style warfare mm -hmm. activities uh, to promote their cause. And I think if you look at what they're doing, that's exactly what it is. Uh, another thing they're doing is, and you've almost alluded to it, is the, the, the ability to raise money on cute. That's and right. And you may have not, or may not have heard Loyola Hearn, the Minister of Fisheries in Ottawa, coming out and, and talking about it and say, saying how these people are, are sucking the money That's right. out of people through their cause and through, through the, the cuteness and the things they're doing. And uh, that needs to be stressed and, and, and pointed out, too. Well, you know what? Uh, it's, it's, it's funny because we did invite members of the IAFW on the show, and they declined. Well, also, if you get them on, yeah. I challenge you to challenge them to follow the money. Oh. The old expression, follow the money. Oh, listen, that was, that, was, that, was, that was part of what I was going to do tonight. But uh, you, Rob. We'll, we'll try and get them thank on. Thank you so much. Well, thank you very much for your call. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye now. one 877 My name is Rob McConnell. My very special guest this hour is Chief Roy S. Jones, Jr., uh, who has been involved for many years now in the marine ecosystem management. Uh, Chief, uh, again, thank you very much for joining us tonight. It's a pleasure having you on. Yeah, it's we, my we, pleasure. It's, it's, it's an honor to be on your show. Thanks, Chief. Yeah. Uh, you know, when we, I, I was talking to a colleague of mine today, and uh, we were discussing the show tonight after I was in, you know, after we decided that we were going to do it and try and present both sides equally. He said, oh, come on, Rob, how, you know, they're, they're so cute and cuddly. I said, so what are you going to do, jump on the bandwagon? Are you also going to start calling up people who, uh, who, uh, do the same thing with rabbits for their fur or, or minks for their fur? Are you going to stop wearing leather? Are you going to stop eating steaks? And he says, well, come on, there's got to be a limit to where you drive. I said, well, no, 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 no. You can't take that attitude. It's either you're 100% for or 100% against. And we've uh, seen through the Gallup polls here in Canada where 65% of Canadians have no problem with the seal hunt. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a real plus. There's a big sure. turnaround. People are starting to realize there's an ecological problem, a big problem happening on the east coast, in the Arctic, and on the west coast mm -hmm. of Canada, all three coasts. And that's why we come together. But, you know, one of my key questions to people now when I start working with the omega-3 fatty acids, I mm -hmm. own a company called Pacific Balance Consulting, Inc., uh, Pacific Balance Health Products and HIDA 1774 uh, are three of the companies that I own. And these companies are all around um, uh, a healthier decision in your minds, you know, for people. Right. And I ask people three pertinent questions when I do a workshop. I ask them, do you or anyone close to you have arthritis, diabetes, or cardiovascular disease? And those three pertinent questions will have 150 people standing in a room because uh, in omega-3 fatty acids, the seal oil, are the yeah. highest form of omega-3 fatty acids you can get. And it's just been incredible. I've been marketing it for five years now, 
and I've got uh, Parkinson's patients. I've got 21 of them that don't shake no more. Uh, that's just, you know, I've got women that uh, have had a hard time. I'm a father of three daughters, and uh, PMS wasn't, uh, wasn't a gifted time around <laughs> Chief, my please stand. And, uh, Chief, please stand by. You and I have to take a commercial break. When we come back, I'd like to talk to you about a letter that you wrote called Nature's Worst Enemies. Paul McCartney, Paul Watson, David Suzuki, Steve Thompson and um, the European Union. My name is Rob McConnell. This This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember, 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Welcome back, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell. My very special guest this hour is um, Chief Roy S. Jones, Jr., and we're talking about the Canadian seal hunt that is presently underway off the shores of the east coast of Canada. Now, uh, there are several myths when it comes to seal hunting. Uh, One of the biggest myths is that uh, the seals are being skinned alive. A 2002 independent veterinarian's report published in the Canadian Veterinary Journal and numerous reports mentioned by the Maloof Commission in 1987 indicate that this is not true. Sometimes the seal may appear to be moving after it has been killed. However, seals have a swimming reflex that is active even after death. This reflex gives the false impression that the animal is still alive when it is clearly dead. It's similar to the reflex um, that chickens have after they are killed. Now, another myth is that the seal hunt is loosely monitored by the uh, DFO and it doesn't punish illegal hunting activities or practices. Well, in reality, the seal hunt is closely monitored and tightly regulated. Fishery officers conduct surveillance of the hunt by means of aerial patrols, surface vessel patrols, dockside inspections of vehicles at landing sites, and inspections at buying and processing facilities. Infractions are taken very seriously, and sealers who fail to comply with Canada's marine mammal regulations are penalized. The consequences of such illegal actions could include court-imposed fines and the forfeiting of catches, fishing gear, vessels, 
and uh, licenses. And uh, another myth is that the majority of Canadians are opposed to the seal hunt. The reality is animal rights groups currently campaigning against the seal hunt cite a 2004 IPSOS read poll stating that the majority of Canadians are opposed to the hunt. In fact, Canadians support federal policies regarding the seal hunt, and a IPSOS read survey conducted in February of 2005 concluded that 60% of Canadians are in favor of a responsible hunt. And I think this is the key word here where you are using the word responsible. And uh, lastly but not least, the biggest myth of all is that the Canadian government allows sealers to kill white coat seals. In reality, the image of the white coast harp seal is used uh, uh, prominently by seal hunt opponents. This image gives the false impression that the vulnerable seal pups are targeted by sealers during the commercial hunt. The hunting of harp seal pups or white coats and hooded seal pups called bluebacks is illegal and has been illegal since 1987. Marine mammal regulations prohibit the trade, sale, or barter of the fur of these pups. Furthermore, adult seals cannot be harvested when they are in the breeding or birthing grounds, and younger seals must be weaned, self-reliant, and independent. So they are just some of the myths and realities, and uh, these, these facts and figures came from the Canadian Sealers Association. One eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five is toll free. Chief Roy S. Jones Jr., thank you for being with us tonight, sir, and for uh, giving us your uh, view of this. How has the increase of seals uh, affected your your people, Chief? Oh, like uh, where I live here, uh, we used to catch fish. I live right on the waterfront. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, my daughter used to go out and catch fish right off the beach here, and today there's no more fish coming. Even our major rivers are seriously impacted by the seal populations. And uh, we first identified this problem back in 1981, and mm-hmm. we, we discovered it was a serious, serious problem. And uh, we, uh, you know... It, Something had to be done, and it was, it's been a long road trying to get the government to do something. And uh, today, we got no fish in our waters, and it's just a matter of time before the majority of Pacific Coast salmon are put on um, the endangered species list. And I think that could be coming as early as next year. The way things are going, like on Haida Gwaii, where I'm from, we're, we're as far west as you can go on in Canada. We're the most westerly group of islands, mm-hmm. Queen Charlotte Islands, Haida Gwaii. And, uh, you know, we've just seen the, the seal populations explode. And um, uh, as a young boy, I, uh, uh, just before my 13th birthday, I shot my first seal for the bounty and it, the seal hunt basically ended in 1972 and by 1981 we seen a serious problem mm-hmm. and uh, the reality of it is coming alive today and it's not only happening on Haida Gwaii here, it's happening in Alaska, all the way down to California where uh, sea lions have literally taken over areas and the marine mammals act allows it 
and the latest one last year, last year, the sea lions took over a kiddie pool on the California coast that this lady spent roughly a million dollars developing for these kids, and uh, the government wouldn't let them do anything about it. Uh, uh, cars that were parked there had sea lions laying on top of them, and oh my gosh! You know, it was just totally out of out of um, it was just totally out of hand. And we depend on where we're from, and we're we're an Aboriginal community, the Haida here, and uh, we depend on the Fraser River, all, all the major rivers like the Dean River. Um, the Skeena River and the Nass River for our fish. And today, uh, if you look at the history of those rivers, they only produced 35 to 40 percent of all the salmon that came into British Columbia. Today, they produce uh, upwards of 70 to 75 percent of all the salmon that come into British Columbia. And in saying that, it's, saying, it's telling you that the smaller systems are being wiped out. Where we live now, my nephew was a fishery officer for a number of years here and he used to walk the creeks. He was a Haida Gwaii, or a Council of the Haida Nation fishery um, officer. And he told me uh, three and a half, three years ago, October, he said, Uncle, he said, we used to walk 150 creeks in South Moresby. 158 to be exact, and he said, today we walk less than 50. And, um, you know, there's some of these rivers have had no industrial impact. They haven't, we haven't had an impact fishery since 1985 in area 2 east and 2 west. And uh, these rivers, uh, the decline hasn't stopped. Uh, there's offshore impact. There's... Uh, there's everybody blames logging and global warming and mm-hmm. stuff like this, but the main thing again is we're not looking after the source, and that's a serious problem. Chief, uh, you, in the information that you were kind enough to send me this afternoon, one of the uh, letters is entitled "Nature's Worst Enemies: Paul McCartney, a Beetle; Paul Watson, an Extremist and a Terrorist." David Suzuki, a scientist without balance. Steve Thompson, a terrorist. The USA depriving their people from one of the world's greatest wealth, uh, greatest health products. European Union members banning Canadian products and depriving their people of one of the world's greatest health products. What do they all have in common? They are all nature's worst enemies. First of all, creating an imbalance in nature where seals are uh, decimating fish stocks to the point of Extinction, depriving cultures of practicing their lifestyles and making a living while their fish stocks are being depleted by uncontrolled predators. As a Haida hereditary chief, I've, I've been lobbying the Canadian government for 26 years trying to get a commercial seal harvest on the west coast of Canada. I've watched the seals and sea lions on the west coast impact all species of fish while the government of Canada does nothing. Why? The seal harvest on the east coast of Canada has drawn so much attention, the marine resource managers have been held back from doing anything about the impact on the resource to the point that many salmon rivers and streams have no more salmon returning and will never, and will never ever re- recover. 
The other issue is that the animal right movement killed the market for pelts, impacting the hearts of our Canadian Aboriginal communities, creating hardships that lead to alcoholism, drug abuse, and suicides. Um, then you went into um, um, something that I'm just checking to see how much time I've got left. I'd just like to read this part here. Paul McCartney's friend wrote a song, Imagine. Now let's imagine. Number one, close your eyes and let's imagine a fly over the seal populations on the east coast. Millions of seals. Now a dive of the bo- sea bottom with no fish because of the seal impact. Number two, let's imagine a trip on the west coast scene. Uh, west coast scene seals and sea lions on every rock. No salmon in the small rivers and streams. No fish to supply the world market for food. Aboriginal people suffering the loss of a cultural food. When salmon becomes an endangered species, then it is a forbidden fruit of the sea. Number three, let's visit the north, northern peoples of Canada since 1972 suffered total devastation with the loss of their fur market, change in diet, loss of lifestyle, loss of their health and spirit, high rates of alcohol and drug abuse, record suicides. Number four, let's imagine Paul Watson taking responsibility and been a good shepherd, making salmon his flock and protecting them from the wolves of the sea, the seals and the sea lions, like a good shepherd would do some culling. Using the meat for food and the fur for clothing and the bladder for medicine and health, creating balance in nature. David Suzuki standing beside him saying, good job, Sea Shepherd. We will support sustainability with all the health value it brings. I got arthritis. Can you imagine? And number five, can you imagine the United States of America calling Canadian-born actor Michael J. Fox and saying, we found seal oil from Canada and it would help your Parkinson's disease condition, as Congress promised you. Telling people with arthritis, diabetes, and cardiovascular conditions, children with ADHD, women with menopause and PMS, seal oil from Canada is good for you because of the omega-3 fatty acids and will help your health condition. And telling their national health budget, we have a health, st- we have a health savings of 25 to 40% nationwide. Can you imagine? It's pretty uh, pretty strong impact there, my friend. Yeah, well, uh, the truth of it is I've been working with this for a short time. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, this started, like, in 1933, there was an expedition that went into the Arctic. Uh, they were called Dr. Burr and Burr. Mm-hmm. They, they discovered a people with no cardiovascular problems, no... Um, no cancers, no arthritis, and... Um, uh, when when you look at our west coast, you know we're talking about diet chains associated now. Uh, when you like, we talk about the industrial age starting about 1850. Um, around 1920, our diet fundamentally changed on the west coast, and we've seen a de- in within 28 years in my community, we had, you know, around 1948. Uh, as I talk to our elders, I was born in 51, but when I talk to our elders, it, we had one guy with cancer. Uh, in 1960, we had five mm-hmm. people in our community with diabetes. Oh, uh, with 1967, we had our third person, one of my cousins, died of cancer at a young age, a young mother. Mm-hmm. Um, you know... Through that period of time, we've seen the change and the decline in the health in our communities. 
Now you go into the Arctic, where their diet fundamentally changed around 1960. Within 18 to 20 years, 22 years, they had all their their health costs had gone up drastically. Uh, uh, their you know the decline of their health was unreal. And then when you look at Greenland, Greenland was uh, basically their diet started to change around 1985. And by 1992, they started having identifiable health pro- health problems. So when you look, every time that the industrial age moved into the nuclear age and to the cyber age, every time there was a diet change in a community, mm-hmm. and I'm only relating to basically Canada and Greenland right yes. now, you've seen this diet change come on and how it's impacted our community. Now... The omega-3 fatty acids consist of basically three of the omega-3 fatty acids come out of seal oil. DPA is found in mother's breast milk, it's found in seal oil, and it's found in the eyes of fish, and it's identified as a healing product. Now, uh, DHA is a nerve stimulant. It has everything to do with your, your brain, your nerves, your eyes. And uh, it's a nerve stimulant, and it helps that, eh? Now, EPA carries itself as an anti-inflammatory, which helps your joint and helps your blood flow. So all all these wonderful things are found in seal oil? Yeah, they are. Chief, please stand by, sir. We have to take our final break for this hour. Chief Roy S. Jones, Jr. is our special guest. And there's two websites, my friends, www.sealandsealing.net. And the Chief's website is www.pacificbalance.com. My name's Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon right here on the Talkstar Radio Network. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Hi, I'm Larry Lawson, host of Paranormal Stakeout. With over 36 years in law enforcement, I have learned a few things. The most important is the proper gathering and preservation of evidence is vital to putting the bad guy behind bars. It's no different in the world of paranormal investigation. Whether it's the search for the afterlife, cryptozoology, UFOs, and extraterrestrials, how we gather the evidence, preserve that evidence, and present it to a jury of our peers will make the ultimate difference in proving the existence of worlds and entities that are beyond our imagination. Join me, Larry Lawson, every week on Paranormal Stakeout when, along with my guests, we'll take a journey to prove with indisputable evidence what man has struggled to believe for centuries. Go to xzbn.net for the broadcast schedule and check me out at paranormalstakeout.com. healing must address four levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, for us to live joyful and productive lives. We tend to treat three of the four, leaving the spiritual languishing. 
If you're tired of the same dysfunctional patterns cropping up in your life, Soul Balancing is for you. Trixie Phelps, owner and founder of Soul Balancing, is a naturally gifted energy healer trained in numerous esoteric forms, including shamanism. Trixie has created a powerful modality that safely and effectively clears your energetic field. A Soul Balancing session can remove interference, heal trauma, and restore your hope. Contact Trixie for a life-changing long-distance session today, www.soulbalancing.world. Welcome back to the X One, everyone. Uh, our special guest this hour is Chief Roy S. Jones Jr. And first of all, Chief, I want to thank you very much for joining us tonight and uh, for shedding some light on this uh, controversy that you know I, I think just gets out of hand. And I, I, you know, I believe that there's three sides to every story. His, hers, and the truth. So I want to thank you very much, uh, Chief, for joining us tonight. Yeah, thank you. Uh, it's been an honor to be on your show. And one thing I always hate is too good to be true, but when it is, it's there. <laughs> well, I do thank you, Chief. And I'd also like to thank Robert B. Cahill, the Executive Director of the Fur Institute of Canada. Now, the Fur Institute of Canada started a seals and sealing network two years ago to bring together various stakeholders on the sealing issues from government, vets, biologists, seals, Aboriginal people and the industry sectors. Their website is www.sealsandsealingnetwork.net. And uh, Chief uh, Roy Jones Jr.'s website is www.pacificbalance.com. Chief, uh, do you think that will ever uh, there will ever be a happy medium between the the protesters and the uh, pro hunters? I believe that can only happen when uh, protesters are a little down with some kind of health problem. I don't wish it upon them, but <laughs> and they need something that's going to be natural and kind of pure that's going to really give them an opportunity to feel a lot better than they do. And I know uh, DHA would help their anger toward the sealers a lot more because it's kind of a stimulant, and that is in seal oil. I mean, there's basically three different kinds of omega-3 fatty acids. One's uh, basically the plant, the, the other one is the short chain, and then there's the salmon and mm-hmm. fish, omega-3 fatty acid, and the seal oil. And the seal oil still remains on top of the list of omega-3 fatty acid. has Chief, an how- incredible amount of benefits for health. Chief, how did the, uh, the Aboriginal people on the east coast of Canada feel about the seal hunt? Uh, well, um, I met with a gentleman and when we went back to a conference in Gander, Newfoundland in December. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was from Labrador, and he said the seal have impacted the salmon in their rivers, and it's just a matter of time. And he said, we've never, ever seen seals up in our rivers, and we've got them up in our rivers impacting our salmon runs. So uh, they've got some serious problems there, and I think they could take a lot more uh seals out of the populations and not hurt them you know and it's been regulated to satisfy again the environmentalists that's why or the animal rights people we can't call them environmentalists because they're not and it's regulated to satisfy them now when you take a good look at what's happening on the east coast and the west coast uh cultures are being destroyed there's 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 a lot more at stake than just the seal we're losing 
uh, cultural food that's the that's the foundation right. of our tradition chief i hate to do this but we've run out of time i'd love to have you back on in the future chief roy s jones jr www.pacificbalance.com and once again my thanks to the fur institute of canada and the people at um CLZN Sealing Network. My name's Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon. I'll be back on the other side with Wayne Morin talking about the crimes against humanity at Napa State Institute in Napa, California. <laughs>